Today on the show, I'm happy to have Alan Smith. He's a CEO of Semantic. They're an AI co-pilot for product design. So your first startup, you were saying there was too many problems to execute that one effectively. So what were the takeaways from that and what happened? Yeah, so it was called Social Locale. It was a point of purchase social media service. So it was software running on what was then a new Raspberry Pi. And we connected it to in-store screens via HDMI, and it would allow people to effectively check into that store and get deals. So this was back when checking in was a thing, Foursquare, some others were doing it, and, and Raspberry Pi was also new. And it was one of those things that was a really interesting product in theory. It just had too many problems to execute effectively. And this really gets to my background, which was that has always been in products, building products, either as a designer, developer, product manager. And I think probably a lot of product people might make this mistake of diving into the product side and, and not thinking about that you're actually building a company that needs to build the products. There were a lot of lessons learned from that one, um, but I think three key wins really stand out for me. It was first hardware is hard and it's a cliche, but it's true. So our bomb, our bill of materials on that first version was a little over a hundred dollars and it was just kryptonite to investors. The stores, as we learned, did not have reliable internet connection, either Wi-Fi or ethernet, which totally ruined us. And our Raspberry Pis, we had them in a box. Those could easily be stolen. Lesson there is think twice before you're entering the hardware game. You have to really, I think, have a, a very clear competitive advantage, either on the manufacturing side or something else that's going to give you an advantage. The, another lesson we learned was that we had no distribution or industry expertise. And this, this one, I'm applying a lot to what I'm doing today with Semantic, but we were coming at this as product builders with some idea about what would be cool from an end user perspective, but we had absolutely no insight into the purchasing decisions, how to contact these people, how do they evaluate their in-store experiences, uh, who does their purchasing, nothing. So we were thinking like, um, or we weren't thinking like the real customer, which was the store. And we also weren't thinking like an investor and what would be important for them to underwrite this business. So the lesson learned here is the job is to build a company that attracts a team that builds the product that can be sold and distributed. It's not just about building something cool for yourself. Burnout is real. I would say that was maybe the third big lesson. So there were four of us grinding on this for no pay. And because I wasn't focused on the right things with regards to building a business, I was spending all of my time on the product because that was my comfort zone. And that's where I had the greatest depth of expertise. So I didn't put in place milestones to help guide us and understand 
if this was something truly worth pursuing or not. And what happened was we ended up sticking with this at least a year longer than we should have. So I spent, I spent money. I burned myself out. I, the other people working on it burned out and we ended up with nothing to show for it. So this was really disappointing to say the least. And it's important to remember that success is not correlated to how much you personally sacrifice. There's no trophies for effort. You need to be thoughtful and practical about building a company that attracts a team and that can build a product that can be distributed and sold. In that decade since, um, what did I do? One thing I did was I started angel investing. So I put some chips on the table to play some hands so that I could learn through that experience, what it's like on the other side of the table. What are the thing, how are founders evaluated? How are startups evaluated? Uh, I took on roles at big companies with P&L responsibility and growing a business, really getting into the operational details of how you build and manage a pipeline of prospects to customers, how you create partnerships, um, how you generate revenue. Those were all things I intentionally sought after and leveraging the expertise I had on the product side to really take those risks or those growing opportunities. And also looking for leadership roles where I'm building an organization, even in a big company, you can find places where they need to build an org. It's not there. And, but you have sort of the safety net of figuring out how to do it within that big company structure, going in and building an org from zero to 60 plus product people, designers, prototypers, researchers, all of that. And really getting around everything around recruiting and onboarding, coaching, measuring progress and how you level people up. I think that that's been a really great learning experience to tie all of this together. And then finally, there's just been an explosion in the availability of resources available for founders and investors, frankly. But so 10, let's say 10 years ago, this was probably just starting to happen, but before that, it was very difficult to find a ton of information around playbooks for angel investors or for startup founders. So reading, watching videos, applying pattern recognition across all these different data points, as well as my own experience, uh, so that I could develop a stronger point of view about how to execute effectively, which is really what I'm applying today. So that early experience really put you on a path to figure out these are the things that I need to be better at. I need to learn about. And then putting yourself in the positions to be an angel investor. See, I want to see it from this side. B, looking at P&Ls for other companies and trying to focus on revenue and build pipelines. So it, the experience ended up being great in where you were heading next. Yes, but at the time, you don't see it. You're internalizing a great amount of pain and shame, I think if you've really tied your ego to it, uh, which I think we were doing at the time, but, but that is the path forward. You have to 
really be honest with yourself and assess things. And I think part of succeeding for everyone, there is failure. And how, how you respond to that, I think, determines what level of success you're going to be able to have in the future. Definitely. And let's talk a little bit about Semantic and what you're doing here today with the new company. Great. So Semantic is an AI co-pilot for product design. So you just use uh, natural language. You can describe any kind of product you want. And then Semantic will generate the user stories, the user flows, and the entire product user interface for you. So it's just generally this generative AI shift has been just absolutely mind-blowing. The product we've made that it's in beta right now, you can go to semantic.com, semantic with two T's, to check it out. This type of product could not exist even a year ago. It's really with the advancements in large language models and being able to access them from an application perspective so that you can build with these things. This has really unleashed, not just us, but we see, I talked to a lot of founders uh, working in other verticals and yeah, the excitement, the energy in this area is really cool. It's really exciting to be a part of this and building with it. And so what we're trying to do is even my co-founder as well, he's been spending the last 10 years building plugins for Figma, plugins for Adobe and tools such as design token management and things of that nature. And then my expertise in product design and building digital products and that domain, being able to take that expertise in a specific vertical or do domain, and then looking at, okay, what are the capabilities of this new generative AI technology and what sorts of new value can that unlock uh, for people? And I think the products that I see are, that are super interesting have that in common. It's taking people who have deep domain expertise. They understand, in my case, I understand how big companies purchase uh, SaaS products because I was the one signing off on that and running the IT procurement. And, and so I think it's probably not the sexy things, but, but it is things like that, how you distribute the product, how sort of thinking about how a product will fit into the existing tool chain. So you're not ask, asking companies or teams to disrupt their current way of working, but you can slide in there as a sidecar and make what they're doing a little bit more bionic. And as these capabilities improve, I think these tools are really going to have a big impact for these teams in helping them work in totally new ways. So if one of our listeners wanted to learn more about Semantic, how could they do so? Yes, go to semantic.com with two T's. You can sign up for the beta. We have hundreds, almost a thousand on our waiting list and we're gating people through every week and, and then you can get access to the beta. We have a Figma plugin that you can actually use today to do design token management. But once you get access to our beta, 
You can export all of your screens out to Figma as layered files. Uh, it's very cool. And we're pushing out a new release uh, next week where you will be able to upload your design system from Figma into Semantic. And you can use AI to generate new product concepts using your own design system. So that's going to be, I think, a big game changer for all these teams. Yeah, I like how this time you went with, let's make the Figma plugin. Let's make this easy to add on to the existing software. Uh, Clearly, this decade of being in that world, that's what's paid off. Wes, you have to need thanks for it. Thank you, Alan, for coming on the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Failing Success. Make sure to smash the subscribe button. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki, and we'll see you next time.